we'll learn the second sicha of Vayakil in Chelik Yud Aleph in the Kutis Sichas. In this sicha, the Rebbe explains uh, the uh, Rashi on the Posig Vayas Betzalel Es Ha'orin in uh, Parshas Vayakil Perik Lamed Zayin Posig Aleph. And Rashi explains over there when it says in the Posig Vayas Betzalel Es Ha'orin that he made the Orin that it doesn't mean literally that Betzalel built the Orin, made the Orin, but rather it means that he devoted himself, he gave himself over for this work more than the other sages. That's why it's called on his name. The Rebbe is asking the question, why does Rashi choose to explain this way and not explain that maybe Betzalel literally built uh, the Orin by himself, and that's why it says Vayaz Betzalel. And the Rebbe will explain that it was an impossible task based on the other psukim also, and and uh, practically for Betzalel to do it himself, as we'll see in the Sikha as we uh, learn inside. Sif Aleph, Al HaPosik, on the verse that says Vayaz Betzalel Esa Orin V'Goymer, that Betzalel made the Orin, etc. Befarish Rashi, Rashi explains, Vayaz Betzalel, why says here Vayaz Betzalel, that Betzalel made it, Lefish Nosan Nafshe Al HaMelocha, since he put his soul on the work, he dedicated himself, Yoyser Mish'ar Chachami, more than the other wise, those who are the Chachmei Leiv that built the uh, generally, all the kalim and the, and the mishkar, the kalim and the begodim, but he dedicated himself more for the work, more than the other chachamim. Therefore, nikras al shemoi. That's why this is called on his name. So we say that the Aaron was built by Betzalel, even though he wasn't the only one, but because he dedicated himself more for the work, that's why it's called on his name. So. What is Rashi? The Sisa Chachomid Rebbe brings down, explains, So what is Rashi intending by explaining this? The Yashiv Shailup Shuta to settle, to answer a very simple question, which arises when we read the words in the words that Betzalel made. And the question is that the problem that Rashi is trying to answer over here is, why is making of the Oren different? Specifically by it, by the Oren, Peter Shakosov, the Pasik articulates that Betzalel made it. So this is unique to the Oren, only by the Oren it says Betzalel made it. The Loikishar Kli Hamishkon, this is different, not unlike the other vessels of the Mishkan. Over there, by them it says that Vayas, it doesn't say who made it. And he made, it just said he made. Vayas and he made, doesn't say the name who made it. So Rashi is surprised. Why does it say by the other specifically Vayas B'Tzalel? That's why Rashi answers that because he put his soul on the work of the Oren, more than the other sages, that's why the Oren is called on the name of B'Tzalom. And the Rebbe's question is, why can't we explain that B'Yaz B'Tzalom, the reason it says B'Tzalom, because maybe 
the Arin was built only by Betzalel, or at least the Betzalel actually participated physically in this, unlike some of the other Kalim. Amnam Tzarek Lohavin. However, we need to understand. Halayim move on. But it's understood. Da'av shebeklolus melechas ha-mishkon. Hishtatfu kol ish chacham leiv. Ha-yoidim that in the generally, when we talk about the work of the Mishkon, all men that were wise of heart participated. They were mishtatav ha-yoidim that they knew how to do it. They participated. But e-efshir, it's impossible. Shekol echod ve-echod mehem yishtatif that each one and one should participate <clears throat> by making each one and one of the details of the Mishkon. Ella, but rather, each one of them did their part in the holy work of the Mishkon in one of its details. So logically, everybody did some part of the Mishkan. It's not that everybody participated in everything. In that case, So how we could explain this verse, Vayaz Bitzalel, Bitzalel made Kipshote, literally. Asher Bitzalel That either Bitzalel himself, or only Bitzalel, only made the Oren. So, the Rebbe adds in the brackets, even though we have to say for sure that Betzalel participated, and the reason why we have to say for sure Betzalel participated is because he was the head of all of the wise of heart. Shari, because by Betzalel it said, quoting the verse, Ruach Elikim Bechokma Goimer, Hashem has filled them with the spirit of Hashem, with wisdom, etc. And the post success continues, Lasois Bechol, to do all. In other words, his expertise and his abilities lie in knowing how to do Bechol Meleches Machsheves Vegoimer, and all the work of thought, the thoughtful work, Ula Hoyres Vegoimer, and also to instruct. To teach how others how to go ahead and uh, do the work of Mela, so we have to say how they also we have to say that he first that he made or at least minimally he instructed Basius Kolklei Hamishkan. So we have to say that he participated either by doing or at least instructing in the making of all the vessels of the Mishkan. and not just the Oren. So why would we say Vayas Betzalel? Why would Betzalel uh, be singled out in making the Oren when Betzalel certainly had a part in all the Kalim of the Mishkan? That seems like would not answer uh, that Betzalel just made it. But why would Betzalel be unique making just the Oren when he makes everything? But the Rebbe says still, Yesh Lefarish, there is to explain that the reason why the name Betzalel says it here is because the Oren was the only vessel of the vessel, the claim of the Mishkan, that he did by himself. In other words, 
first of all, maybe just that he actually physically worked with that, or, or even more than that, or maybe just the Oren, he did it all by himself. He didn't even get any support from anybody else. So maybe that's why it says, So while he was instructing, he participated, he was in charge, but maybe of this case, it was just Bitzalel physically, uh, either doing it only by himself, or at least participating really physically by himself. That's why it's called Bayaz Bitzalel. Why can't we learn like that? Why wouldn't Rashi choose this pshat? And uh, also, what would be the rationale? Would be a good rationale. Why did Take, uh, why would we explain? Why would Bitzalel participate uh, specifically in the Oren, so the reason on this would also be understood, in the simple, uh, literal uh, translation of the Pasuk, uh, the literal way of learning the Pasuk, that the Oren was a main item, and the most holy, uh, the holiest, Mikol Kleha Mishkan from all of the Kalim, the vessels of the Mishkan. Velochein, Naseh Davka, Alidei Betzalel. So that's why he was made Davka through Betzalel. Because Hachocham Yoyser, because he was the more of the why, he was the wisest. Ikri, and he was the main. Mikol Oyser Melechaz HaMishkan from all those that were building, did the work of the Mishkan, it was outstanding, was Betzalel, and that's why he built the Oren. So since we have a good explanation why Betzalel would build the Oren, and we can say that Vayaz Betzalel would seem that he actually constructed, that he's the one to build the Oren, Vim Kein Yesh Litmoya, so therefore there is to be surprised, we're wondering, what forced Rashi to take out the Pasuk from its simple meaning, the Vayaz B'Tzalil, that Vayaz B'Tzalil means that he actually did it, he actually did it. And Rashi explains, Rashi explains that it's just that the work is called on his name, Lefi. Since he dedicated himself, he gave his soul on the work, that's why it's called in his name. Another issue the Rebbe points to is uh, the language that Rashi uses. We have to also understand. Since the Pasuk says, B'tzalel made. So then Rashi should have written using the language of the Pasik. And Rashi should have said, would seem al he dedicated himself on the making. Not to say on the work. So this uh, change tells us something more that Rashi uh, is trying to tell us here, as the Rebbe will explain. In Oiz Beis, the Rebbe will prove from the Rashis and the Psukim that the actual uh, construction of the Oren 
was impossible to be uh, done by a single person, both from the words of the Pasik and also practically, and the Rebbe is going to explain also a seemingly uh, difficult Rashi, why Rashi has to comment on the thickness of the kapoidus, and that will all lead to the hechrech uh, that Rashi has to explain that Vayaz Betzalel doesn't mean that he did it uh, by himself. Let's do inside those base. Vayuvon, Kolzeb, Behegdem. We'll understand all this by first introducing Mashakos of Rashi Beparshas Truma. That which Rashi writes in Parshas Truma in Perik Chofhei Posekut Zayin. Benegeya lekapoidus haorin, as it relates to the cover, the kapoidus that was on top of the orin. So what does Rashi say over there? Although the he hadn't given, Hashem did not give a an amount how thick of the kapoidus was. But Pirshu Rabbeinu, nevertheless, our teachers have interpreted that Shehoya Ovio Tefach that the thickness of the kapoidus was a tefach. This Rashi is a little bit surprising. Why is Rashi telling us a fact over here which doesn't seem to be necessary in the Pshat? What's the reason that Rashi t- teaches us and when he explains the simple meaning of the Posik, uh, that he tells us the, the, the Posik of the Kapoidus, he says, he gives us the measurement, the amount of the thickness of the kapoidus. No thickness by the other kapoidus. So why would Rashi all of a sudden need to give us a thickness for the kapoidus when we don't find thicknesses mentioned with the other mikra. Especially, why would Rashi explain something which has no proof in the simple meaning of the Pasuk? Rashi himself, in his language, as Rashi uses, says, Our teachers interpreted it. Why does Rashi tell us over here the thickness, the oivyoy, uh, that it was a tafach? So the Rebbe explains, that with this, Rashi is coming to explain, by the way, even though he doesn't address this directly, but just by telling us the uh, thickness of it. What Rashi is trying to um, tell us over here and answer, Why did the Pasuk change the language of the instruction of making the Oren? It says in the plural, it says, V'osu. And they shall make Loshon Rabbi in a plural. Use the language of plural. They shall make an or in a box of the shittim wood, etc. The This is different and unlike the commands of when it says to make the other vessels and when it says to make the garments in the pasuk Shnem Rabbahem. Over there it says, in a singular, and you should do. We see a difference between the uh, keli of the aren, which it says in a plural, 
as opposed to everywhere else, it says in a singular. This has nothing to do, as the Rebbe points out in Ha'ara 14, uh, it's separate when it says, Va'osu li migdash, they shall make for me a migdash, which talks about the general structure of the Mishkan. That is a general responsibility. That's obvious why it says, Va'osu. Osu is a reference to all the Chachmei Leil. But in this case, when we talk about the particular Kalim, every time it says, Va'osiso, and here we say, by this keli, by the orin, it says, Ve'osu. Don't try to answer, Rebbe cautions, maybe Hashem was telling to Moshe and all the other ones that he has to Ve'osiso. This was the words of Hashem to Moshe, so that is, Moshe should be doing that. But that's that can't be the case, because A, uh, the Pasuk, uh, it's impossible for Moshe to create everything by himself. But besides, the Pasuk specifically says that it was constructed by the Kol Chachmalev. Let's look inside. Share move on. We understand that the Vosiso, when it says you shall make it, this does not mean, it's not intended literally, that Moshe alone should be the one who is doing it in actuality. The Torah is telling him, by all the Caleb, you should do it. And here by the Oren, he doesn't have to do it himself. That's, first of all, the Rebbe says in the parentheses, it's something which is impossible. That he should do all these works in which the Pesach says, you shall do. So we cannot translate it that Moshe Rabbeinu was instructed by Hashem, that he personally should actually construct and do the construction of all the Melochists in which it says, but not only that, it's V'adrab, on the contrary, it's Mefurish, it's very clear, in the Pesach, that that was made, as the verse says, through all men wise of heart, as the Pesach says, to do all the work of the holy service, etc. And Rashi himself is more articulate, very specifically writes in Pekudei, Perek Lametes, Pesach Lamet Gimel, that the Moshe Rabbeinu felt bad, he didn't know Melacha, so it says, Shaloi also Moshe Shum Melacha B'Mishkan. Moshe hadn't done any Melacha in the Mishkan. So, it uh, can't be that Vosiso means that Moshe Rabbeinu is, should do it himself. So what does it mean? So, Mekivon Shesatzivu De Vosiso. So since, how do we going to interpret the command you shall do? Uh, we have to say that he is going to be, you should make it, meaning he should tell the other people to do it. In most of the times, because we can't do everything. Maybe we want to say an exception, possibly one place it meant that, but in most of the cases it wouldn't mean that literally he should do it. So since it doesn't mean that in most of the cases, from this we can learn any time when it says 
All places were seesaw, since the majority of places doesn't mean that you should actually do it, that it doesn't mean that you should do it. We cannot explain that the actual doing is lies upon his Moshe's responsibility. It means they should instruct, etc. He should go along. That means when the Shem says you shall make it, doesn't mean him little make it, but you should see to it by instructing the other people. I'll call da Mishkan that you shall do all the doings of the Mishkan. Now, Rebbe is going to give an example in the brackets now, where we find that even though literally it says Vasiso, so here we're telling the child that Vasiso doesn't mean you should do, but basically you should instruct other people about making this. But Rebbe says we find it already in the that a language which is similar to Vasiso. Masima would be fitting also in a situation if that matter would not be actually done with his hands. And this is actually has to be so. In what the Posik says, and he built a city. Who was the building of the city? The Pasuk of Peter Shrashiva, he, Cain, Boineir, that Cain was the one that built this city. This is Embracious, Pedic Dalit, Pasuk Yud Zion. So, uh, what do we say over there? That Cain himself built a city. So, is then in the power of a one person to build a whole city. It says he built a city. So of course, even though it says Vahiboyne, that it was Ela Pirush, Shenivnaalpiv, it means that it was built by his instruction. He was the one in charge. He built the city. The same thing is what does it mean? You shall make means Shehiyanasalpiv, that it should be done through his instructions. So we know that the also doesn't mean the literally that Moshe Amivayas, that Moshe Rabbeinu Vasiso, that you shall do, means that Moshe Rabbeinu should literally do it. So, since it's not talking about specifically about Moshe, so why is the command of making the ordering different changed? That over there we say the osu. That they shall make. Why doesn't it say vasiso? Also, vasiso doesn't mean you, you personally. So over here you can also say vasiso instead of saying vasu and they shall make. And this question Rashi came to answer by saying that the uh, thickness of the kapitis was a. Tefach uh, to explain that over here it was actually specifically Vaosu. But the Rebbe explained in order 13 that it's not the only reason why Rashi tells us that the uh, the only reason for Rashi telling us that the thickness was a Tefach was to explain just this problem, but the Rebbe says that generally 
details of the Mishkan, the Rebbe explains within the Ha'ara, and details that Rashi brings down, uh, even though they're not very uh, clear in the Psukim, the details, uh, the child knows that there were more details, but we can't, and they're not everything is mentioned over there, so therefore, uh, Rashi would bring down some more details. But in addition, Derechagav, Rashi is answering this question as well, as the Rebbe says here. So, therefore, the Rebbe continues. So, we have to say that this is actually the novelty, the specialty by the Orin, it says, that they shall make in the problem. This is to instruct that that the construction, the work of the Oren is not through one person, but it has to be done through a many, through, through several people. You can't have one person do it. As opposed to the other vessels of the Mishkan. So over there, we're saying, you shall do it. Which means, when it says, it could mean, you should do it. You should instruct. Either, it can go either way. So, when it says, means necessarily, that a rabbim have to do it. When it says, means that you will instruct and whatever way it can be done. So why is the order indifferent that over there it has to be done only through a plural, only through many? And to answer on the simple level, the question, why is the Oren different than all the other vessels in this? Rashi is forced to explain a detail. For that reason, it is impossible for one person to do it. Even though that this detail is not found only in the Oral Torah, only in the, um, from the Rabbis, Pirshu Rabbi Seinu, but yet this explains to us why specifically by the Oren there has to be done by plural. That's why Rashi quotes the commentary of our Rebbe's teachers, Umagdim Lozeu Maidich. And Rashi introduces to this, and he says it at length. Even though he hadn't given, Hashem did not give the amount in the Pasik, we don't see the thickness, as to say, this is not different than other kalim. He didn't give a uh, shear for the thickness. He says that Khan Shiny over here is different. Shapirshu. They interpret it. We're not just trying to tell you what this shear was. 
Nowhere, there's never given a shear. And here we wouldn't give the shear also, but over here they explain. As Rashi, as the Rebbe says, Loi Omru. Doesn't say our teachers told us. Told us because just to tell us what the shear was. Why do we need to know it? We don't know it anywhere else. It wasn't given. We don't need it over here. But here they interpreted. They interpreted that it was the thickness of a tefach. I think that's what the Rebbe is trying to say here with the Omer of Pirsh. you got to look at this a little further. But the bottom line is the Rashi is coming to explain over here another idea that over here we have to explain because this explains why we needed more than one people. Why it's v'osu, plural. Moven b'pshitus, pashtus. It's simply understood, obvious. It is not in the power of one person to work and to make a a piece of gold that weighs uh, this this weight. Now that, when we're talking about the weight here, uh, we're talking about hakelele zahav hakapoides. This, we're including the gold of the kapoides. Vahazov rav, and also the much, lot of gold, as Rashi said, you have to put a lot of gold. Shememenu nasu from which the two kruvim were created. Impossible for one person. If we don't have the help of other people. That's why it says that they shall make it because it cannot be made by a single person. What about, the Rebbe says in Ara 21, the Menoira, it says, Vosisa Menoira Zov Torah. Over there, also the Menoira came from a kicker, which was Kufchov Litra, which was very heavy. How does the Pasik say Vosisa one person? Why doesn't it say Vosu? And then there is a different in interpretation in the Rashi, whether the Kikar included all the, uh, with all the vessels, then it wasn't so heavy, because part of the Kikar was, that's the Ramban explains in Rashi, that part of the Kikar was the Kalim, so and according to that Svara, it turns out that the Menorah wasn't as heavy, because part of the Kikar was distributed for the other Kalim. According to the uh, Rabbi Leo Mizrahi uh, and Rashi, they say that that was the Menorah itself. But either way, regardless, the Rebbe says that it says in uh, Rashi that Moshe himself picked up the kicker and threw it into the fire and it was made. So it says clearly that it wasn't the Asu, it was done by Moshe Rabbeinu. But over here, as far as the Kapoiris, had to be a few people together. Uh, what about the ordering itself? Um, so over there, uh, the question becomes exactly how thick was the bottom. Also uh, points out that, so it's not so clear how thick the bottom uh, uh, or the thickness of, of, of the bottom was. And But the idea by the capoeiras, we also needed to... Um, uh, raise it uh, that had the uh, gold of the Keruvim. And, uh, and the Rebbe points out that even though that the Kapoides uh, 
was a uh, separate uh, keli, um, as the brings down sources, than the orin. But still, in the poshet the pshat, it seems in the posik, as the Rebbe points out, that the placing of the kapoidus on top of the orin that completes the asiyas orin. So while we're talking that the mainly the vaosu is the kapoidus, because we're explaining that Rashi said that it was the weight of the kapoidus that was the tefach, as the Rebbe explains, that gives us an explanation why it can't be done. So that is all inclusive in vaosu orin, because the kapoidus and pashtus is part of the making of the orin. And the Rebbe says, but what about inside By the Kroshim, it says also, you shall make the Kroshim. And in this case, it seems that we need more uh, than uh, one person for the Kroshim because we find Rashi says that that's why Moshe had to get involved, and the Eberster made it look like he's picking it up, but it was picked up by themselves. But we see clearly that you can't pick it up. It was very heavy, these crushing. But here the Rebbe is saying, we're not talking about raising it in this part, so the osu, the making, but what we're talking about in the instruction of Hashem is about making them. So making this Kroshim V'Efshar Liyas Mushkov. They could be lying down. U'Peshito Sh'loi Hoyo B'Zeh Dugma So'inyan D'Hagbo Min Hakarka V'Anochal Gabe'orin. It's obvious that this did not match up to the idea of having to raise the cover, the kapoidas from the ground and putting it on top of the orin as it was necessary for the kapoides to pick up the kapoides and put it on top of the oren. And therefore, over here, the Pasuk specifically says the osu on the oren, which the kapoides is part of. And by the kroshim, the Torah says v'osisa, because the actual construction of the kroshim could be done individually, and it does not, can be either way, either yachid or rabim. And that's why it says v'osisa points out that also in the Adonim, over here in the Ha'are, who were also pretty heavy, they were Kikar La'odon, each Odin was a Kikar, the, the Pasik also says Ta'ase, not Ta'asu in a singular. Uh, still, uh, there was no need to raise them, to pick them up while they were constructing them. So the uniqueness of the Kapoidus was that you had to pick it up from the floor and put it onto the Kapoidus, and that is the Vi'osu, that is part of making of the Ha'are. In Ois Gimel, the Rebbe is going back now to explain the question that he started off, which is why does Rashi have to say that Vayas B'Tzalel does not mean literally that he actually constructed the Oren. So the Rebbe Valpi Hanal Seinu based on the above. In our parsha, Shevayas Betzalel Esorin Goimer, that when it says that Betzalel made the Orin, so we wanted to say that what does it mean in the very simple meaning? Kavanosi Bepashtus He, 
So the simple meaning intent is over here, Lukhaira would seem Shabitsalil Baatsmay also as that Bitsalil himself he built, he constructed the Oren. But so right away is the question arises, So first of all, we have a conflict from the very clear, articulate in Parshas Truma. It says, which means they shall make in a plural, that the construction of the orange should be through the many, not through one individual. <coughs> in addition to the posuk, which says, and the main point is, it is impossible to be done through one person. One person cannot construct it. So as much as we would like to say that Vayas Betzalim means that he constructed, but we can't say that because A, the Pasik said before Vaosu, and B, it's impossible for one person to construct it. So that's why Rashi explains that what does it mean Vayas Betzalim that Betzalim made who Kipshuta is not at the literal simple meaning hello, but rather it means that because he put his soul on the work of the Orin, that's why Nikras al Shemoy, that's why it's called on his name. So it's called Vayaz Salil because he devoted himself in the way that it's named after him. And the Rebbe explains now that everybody probably devoted themselves, but in this case, he devoted more than every and than everyone else. Although it's certain that all the wise of heart has placed their soul on the work of the Mishkan, the parts that they made, they were totally devoted. As the Pusik states with regards to each one and one of them, it says specifically, those whose heart has carried them to come close to the work to do it. So it means, so their heart carried them, and in other words, they were devoted, and they chose a volunteer to come close to the Malacha to do. So why are we singling out Betzalel while everybody was devoted? That's where Rashi explains, adds to explain. Rashi clarifies that Betzalel gave his soul yoiser, more Mishar Chachomim than the other Chachomim. Doesn't just say that he devoted himself, but Rashi adds specifically devoted more than the other uh, wise of heart in order to teach us that's why the Pesach says here Vayaz while everybody was devoted, he was devoted as well but why is this specifically connected to the Oren 
So the Rebbe says, but we still have to understand the, on the other hand. So while we realize that B'Tzalel was more devoted than all the other Yoser, but what was the main advantage of B'Tzalel's greatness? What was the distinction of B'Tzalel? That was That was his job. He was in the position Hashem gave in his heart a way to instruct. He was an administrator. He led the work. That means this. That means that he was the teacher. And he was the director. He directed of all the men of wise of heart for each work and work. Because there's one thing to be wise and be able, a craftsperson to do it. There's a whole other level to be able to run the project, to lead for that, it's necessary a qualification, a great and a special qualification. That is in addition to the wholesomeness, to the greatness. In the levels of which was shared by all the Chachmelev. But he was the Lahoiris. So since he was um that level higher than everybody else in Cain so for sure that he has given over more than the other wise uh craftspeople also in the construction making of the other vessels of the Mishkan how come this advantage is only at the Tzalas advantage is emphasized specifically by making the order over here the Torah says when we can assume that being B'Tzalel in his level he displayed that kind of dedication by all other jobs so how come it's only uh, mentioned over here, and the um, Rebbe is going to explain that uh, Betzalel's connection to all the work was more in an instructive way rather than a hands-on way. But when it came to the ordering, he actually was involved in the actual physical construction. His involvement was there. Uh, more than uh, the involvement with other items. It doesn't explain here why, but the Rebbe mentioned before the holiness of the order, so it's understood. But that's why there's an emphasis on the Rashi's change the Rebbe asked before. He says, Melocha, instead of the Loshon of Asiya, Rashi changed it. The Rebbe says, Dayak Rashi, Dayak Rashi, that's why Rashi was particularly chose his words to say that he dedicated his soul 
for the work, not for the making. The Rebbe is going to make a distinction. The word melacha connotes, denotes that the talking about the actual work, the uh, practical of, and when it says the word asiya, that could mean the general making, construction, which includes everything. The yesh hefresh betoichnom shalbeis l'shoinus elu. There is a difference in the contents uh, of these two languages, of these two languages, Melocha and Asiya, there's a difference. Hageder shel Asiya says a dover. The definition of making some item, koilo b'mashma usoy, would include in its meaning as kol ha-protim, all the details shal yodom nigmar v'nishlam ha-dover ha-hu, through which those details, that item is completed and made whole. Hainu. So what does involve to get a thing done, complete, that is, also details, which are not activities, they're not jobs, they're not work. Because when you combine all other necessary pieces, that is the makeup and the wholesome the item. To make something includes not just the physical work of that thing, but all the details. Example. Okipidish Rashi Bemaisibreshis, as Rashi interprets when it says uh, in the act of creation, when Hashem created what it says, Vayas, and Rashi translates that Vayas means Tiknoi al Omdoi. He set it on its stand, or Tiknom. He set it in their uh, shape, in their height. Move on, so it's understood also. That the same thing is as far as the making of the Mishkan. When we say making of the Mishkan, when you say making, is it does not only include the job, the work in the actual, in what we did in the Mishkan, but it also but also all the other details necessary to build the Mishkan and its Kalim. That would include also the study to figure out, to learn about, and the instruction about the work, about the structure, and about the work. That's part of making it. But when we use specifically the word melocha, job, that means to work and an act, an action. Same thing is when we talk about the action, the work of the mishkan. When it says it means the work and the activity, the act that was in the Mishkan. The Rebbe is going to prove this point that the word means more specific, the actual work. We can also prove this from the Rashi's commentary. He says, as Horas Shabbos, let's see who Malachas Hamishkon, that the Hashem introduced first 
the laws, the warning about Shabbos, when he starts off in the Parsha, in Vayakel, he tells them first, as Hora Shabbos, before Litzivui Meleches HaMishkon, before telling them, instructing them about Meleches HaMishkon, the work of the Mishkon. And why is this? Loimar And the reason why Hashem wrote that first, to tell you that the work of the Mishkan does not override, does not push away the Shabbos. So, but that's a little bit problematic. It's not all work. Is that everything that was in the doing of the Mishkan does it not override the Shabbos? But there are many details that are permissible in Shabbos. Especially when we talk to learn about it, the instructing about it, that can be done on Shabbos. So why does the Torah give such a blanket? Why does Rashi say a blanket that it doesn't override the Shabbos? Some, some of the work does. But Rashi is therefore precisely, this is the emphasis in Rashi's precise language, that he introduced Shabbos before the Meleches, not Asiyas HaMishkan, but Meleches HaMishkan, because Meleches HaMeloche Bepoel, because that means the actual work, and that doesn't override the Shabbos at all. So, the same thing is true in our case, the dedication of special dedication of Betzalel's giving his soul as far as the Oren it reached till the actual work of the Oren also in the actual work and the act of the Oren, he was involved there. And therefore, while he was involved in all Kalim exceptionally more than everybody else, but it didn't touch the Malacha. Over there, in the other vessels, he was involved more than everybody else, but not up till the Malacha. Now she says here, the Malacha to say that he devoted himself on the Melocha. And because of that, that it was actually in the actual construction of the Melocha, that's why it says, Vayaz Betzalel, that is Betzalel, that made it because of his involvement beyond everybody else and up to the details of the actual work itself. In Oiz Dalet, the Rebbe explains from the Yenu Shel and this Rashi, that... The idea that Betzalel had Mesiras Nefesh till it penetrated, it descended into his action, that the Melacha itself, as the Rebbe explained, was Mesiras Nefesh, which that ultimately, as the Rebbe said, that Mesiras Nefesh, that brought him to the level of Yoiser Mikol Sha'ar HaChachomim, more than the other Chachomim, higher level than the level of Chachma itself. Look inside. The wine of Torah, which we have in this Rashi. The 
the power of Mesidus Nefesh, self-sacrifice, is higher, it's above, than all of the powers that the person possesses. Whether it is his surrounding powers or his inner powers, Mesidus Nefesh is above them. Omnom, however, the ultimate purpose, goal is, that that power of self-sacrifice should penetrate inside of all the powers of the person. Shouldn't remain higher than everything, but actually that highest level should descend and penetrate into all powers of the person. Until the lowest of the Powers, which is the koyach the power of action. Shagam Also, the doing his activities, they should be fitting to the movement of his mesidus nefesh. So the way he has the mesidus nefesh, that should impact, and that should fit. The action should fit that level of Mesidus Nefesh that he has. This, that Rashi hints in the Mesidus Nefesh that the Betzalah had for the Oren. It says, He gave his life, his Mesidus Nefesh was for work. As we mentioned earlier, when we say here, Melocha, he means specifically the practical action of doing. So you say, Meres, this means that the Mesiris Nefesh of Betzalel Nimshecha Bechol HaKoychis that extended into all of his power until it also reached the power of his doing. Shagam Bahamalocha so that also in the work, in the actual doing, the making, the act, the pu'ula, it this was recognizable that that he gave his soul. That's the level in which the Mesidus Nefesh works on the Koyach that it goes up to the Koyach but the Rebbe is going to point out now that that actually raises the person's individual koiches and brings them up to a higher level. they said through this bringing down. So it's not just this alone. That all of the actions of the powers. Are on a different, on a different level, meaning on a better level. Because of the movement of Mesidus Nefesh, the sense of Mesidus Nefesh, which is within those koiches, so they're in a much greater way. They're a different. They're in a better way. But in addition to that. Even the koiches, these powers, individually, because of they their aspect, kifish koiches pratim, 
as they are individually powers and individual characteristics through this they are elevated at a higher level so you're actually not just penetrating them so that they should be in a higher way but you actually help them in their own individuality to become uh, a higher level. They come up to a higher level. This is what Rashi continues. That after Rashi says, That brought them more than the other Chachamim. Which means, Through his it was added to him an advantage in all of his power to the extent that also in the highest powers that he possessed which is the which is the power of so now it makes him more that the level of is more than the Chochmah is on its own. Which means, how do we see what Chochmah is on its own? It says, You have the way the Chochmah is by the other Chochmah, the other wise who had not dedicated their soul. By him, because of Nosan Leif, becomes more than it's by others. This is also understood from the saying, There's nobody wise as one who has experience. Through the fact that this Mesiris Nefesh comes is tested, which means, It is an idea, it's a Mesiris uh, Nefesh that takes and comes down into action, to actual doing. That adds to the wisdom in the level of Chochmah. There is no other Chochem like him to the one that was tested. And then Rashi concludes that Nikras al Shemoi. Nikras, that means the word nikras, koyre, call means it's drawn down. Shekolze nase, this is all done, lefish al yidei hamisidas nefesh. Where does the level of chokhmah get such a high addition that we say through the nisoyin? It takes place because through the misidas nefesh is nikras, mamshichim. Mabshichim is nikras. We draw it down. We call down. Bechinas hakeser. We call keser. She nikras shemoi. That's called shemoi. So nikras. We bring down shemoi, which is shehi al al shemoi, which is the level of al lemailo mikol hasfiris. You bring down the level of above, which is shemoi, which is the level of keser, which is higher from all sfiris upaelus behem, and it impacts them. Because Keser is beyond all the Sviris, Lochein, Gam, Benefesh, Adam. Also in the soul of the person, 
because you bring down from the level of Keser, it impacts an elevation in all of the powers. Uh, they came from the Svirus, um, and the Svirus of Masvirus, the Lamaila Svirus above. And these Svirus, because they're infused by Keser, and that's why you get a higher level in the level of Chokhmah. In Ois, hey, the Rebbe continues to explain that the power of Mesiris Nefesh of Betzalel came as a result of his lineage from the Uri ben Chur, ben Uri ben Chur, and how in their names. Betzalel represents the highest level, the level of higher than all of the Sviris, and how the different Dargis are represented by the names of his uh, father and grandfather. Look inside. This power for self-sacrifice, that came to Betzalel, from the story that we read as an inheritance from his grandfather Chur. Chur, as we know, was killed by the people who made the eagle. He tried to protest. He sacrificed himself. He gave up his life to prevent the sin of the eagle. This eagle is heipech, shahu heipech in Yonah Shalamishkan. That is the antithesis, that's the opposite of the Mishkan. The Mishkan is Vishokhanti Bisoikom Hashem resting by us, and the eagle is the Avedazora opposite of Hashem. And that we see the connection from the eagle uh, and the Mishkan in the sense that that's why Hashem instructed to make the Mishkan so that all the nations shall know that the act of the eagle that they did has been atoned for them. And therefore, Hainu, so that means that Shechud Mosar Nafshei that Shur gave up his life, that the Shekhinah should extend, should be drawn down. Hashem's blessed divine presence should be brought down the matter below. And therefore, Gam ben Benoi, also his son's son, which is Bitzalom. He devoted his life for the work of the Orin. In the Orin is the main revelation of Hashem resting amongst amongst the Yid. So this is the connection between his grandfather Chur, who had Mesiris Nefesh, trying to prevent the eagle, and the uh, act of Betzalel to bring the Shekhinah down through mainly through the Orin. And that's why the above idea that we said in Siv Dalet, in which that we bring down from the higher level, uh, the Mesidas Nefesh uh, brings down 
into the koiches of Chochma and the other koiches Pnimim, the Mosar Nafshoi, and therefore it brings Yoiser, Shusharcha Chomim, is hinted also, Shabbosif Dala Gam B'Shem, also in the name of Betzalel, his name, B'Shem Aviv, and his name of his father, which was Uri, and also B'Shem Avi Aviv, and his grandfather, which was Chur, Betzalel, Ben Uri, Ben Chur. Uri, that's his father's name, Betzalel's father's name, Humaloshin Oir, that comes from the language of light, oir. Shehu inyan, the idea of oir, that is bechinas zo, either it can refer to the level of zo, the level of midos, oi chokhmah, the Rebbe gives different references here, or oir, sometimes it's chokhmah, which is reishis desesviris, that's the first of the ten spheres, starts with the level of chokhmah. So you have either Zoi Chochma, that's the level of Uri. What is Chur? Chur um Loshin Nekev. Chur comes in Loshin a hole. A Nekev. Bechinas Hanukva. That is the level of Nukva, the feminine, which is the Sviras Hamalchus, which is the Svira of Malchus, which is Seifa, the whole Dargin, the end of all Dargin. So now we have Uri and Chur. So we have. Chokhmah and Midas, Chokhmah and Zoh, and Malchus. Save the Kol Dargin. That's the end of all Dargin. That's the father and the grandfather. Ubetzalel hu inyam betzel keel. What is Betzalel? Betzalel is in the shadow of Kale. That is a Bechina Shalemayla Mikol Anal. That's a level which is beyond Zoh and Chokhmah, Malchus, Zoh and Chokhmah. Ki Kale hu chesed so, for starters, scale is the level of chesed. Chesed, kale, kol hayoyim. So, the level of kale is level of chesed, which is the tchilas zo, from the zoir ampin. Chesed, gevura, tiferet, starts with chesed. So, it's on top of the zo, the beginning of zo. And it's a yoyma de ozilim, kula yoymin. It's a mida that goes along with other, other midas. So this can either be on the top of Zohar Malchus, the beginning, or it can be also the level of Kale, Tzel Kale, could be Legamri higher than Zohar Malchus, than the level of Zohar Malchus. And Mimidus and and from Bechlal, the level of emotions, the level of Midas, and from all the ten Sviris, which includes all the level of Chochmah as well, higher than everything. Why? The word Kale, the name Kale, is the first name in the 13 Midas Arachim. He says, And he starts off with Kale, Rachim Bechanon. So it's the first one of the 13 attributes of mercy. That's the name Kale. Now we're talking about Betzal Kale, because that's the Tzal, the shadow of Kale. So the tzel, the shadow, is the surrounding and the shade of the name of kale. That's even higher than all the above. So all these names of Betzal and Urbachur, as we see that the name Betzal is such a high level, this is, fits in to the above-mentioned idea, she koyach ha-mesidus nefesh, 
that the power for self-sacrifice is beyond all of the powers of makifim upnimim, whether the surrounding or the inner powers. In this case, surrounding and inner, even if we're talking about zo'u malchus, which is, we said before, the level of of oiri and chur, whether it's called zo'u malchus, it could be called, but even in that, that's still called makifim apnimim, seems like they're all in the spheres, but as he says in the parenthesis, because Zohar relative to Malchus is also Makif. And he, the level of Sidus Nefesh, draws down from a level which is higher than all Sidus, the level of Keser. The Rabbi explains the difference why Moshe Rabbeinu instructed first to make the Kalim and then the Mishkan. Based on the above, we understand why Moshe Rabbeinu told him to construct it this way. And then B'Tzalel actually made first the Mishkan, then the Kelim. Based on the above, we also understand the reason Moshe instructed B'Tzalel first to make the Kelim and then the Mishkan. Kalim are the inner, they're Pnimim. And the Mishkan is a Makif. So he said first to make the Pnimim and then the Makif. Ubet Salel, also Mishkan Tchila, he made first the Mishkan, the Makifim. And then he made the inside, what goes inside of the Mishkan, the Kalim. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu tell this to Betzalel to do it in the order? First the Kalim and then the Mishkan. Mekivon shedargas Betzalel hilemailo mimakifim umipnimim. Since the level of Betzalel is higher than both Makifim and Pnimim, b'shom hadapnimim shroshim yoiser brings down from Eretoyer that the Pnimim are rooted more in the level which is higher than Makifim and Pnimim. So therefore, lachen rotsa Moshe. So Moshe wanted that Betzalel who is rooted in this high level, first do the Pnimim, and then the Mishkan, which is the Makif. Even though that is, that's his step, that's his level, nevertheless, until he reaches to this level, you have to go up from below to above, from step to step. Can't go to that highest level right away. First he made the makiv the mishkan, and then he made the kelim. Because when the service of the person, that first you have to bring down the level of the makiv. And then the makif impacts on the inner koiches that they should follow. And therefore the makif comes before the pnimi in the way that Betzalel actually constructed it. This is Mesichas, Shabbos, Parshas, Vayakal Pekudri, Tovshin, Lamed Aleph.